It really is. Because not lie, I've had some white, good white, like friends, white people who are way better than black people in, in friendship wise, not, you know? And, I, right. I, but then when it comes to now, when you actually need them to stand up for you and there, which kind of sucks. Yes. And what's honestly sad to me is I've, I've told some of my family members and friends about um, some of the white friends that my black friends have kind of distanced, them, distanced themselves from in this situation. And their comment is like, oh, that's really sad that black people are losing friends right now. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Make no mistake. Like, I, like there's a lot of white people who are not going to put up with this shit either. Like, if you have close black friends or not, like you're part, you're part of the problem if you're saying why. Exactly, and the thing is, I believe the, um, the statement you say you're losing friends. You're really not losing friends if they are not there for you. The the, the minute you yes. And I was telling my friend yesterday because she was like, she, uh, she made a point which I, I get. She didn't know how to have this conversation, and I know there's some people out there who. They want to be there, but they don't know how to to, to to bring it up. And all I'm gonna say is, silence makes it worse. I'd rather you just send me a message and be like, um, I see what's going on in the world. Um, I really don't know how to to comfort you, or please teach, let me know how I can be, you know? But instead of exactly. just being quiet, at least that shows that you as my friend, uh, are crying with me uh, you know you understand your thing but just keeping quiet especially when it's all over and you'd rather talk about other shit and avoid that that just makes me question you as a person exactly like honestly for me here in boston these are the kinds of friends i've been waiting for like friends like keo like I don't want to make really new friends who only want to talk about shoes and clothes. Like, girl, don't get me wrong. I love to shop and I love that dress that you posted about the other day. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about real issues, you know? Like, I crave relationships and friendships that are deep in my life. And I'm so thankful that this experience brought Keo into ours. Amen. Amen. And I remember one time you told me um, about your friend who lost her best friend because of likes. <laughs> Girl, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. You just wait. <laughs> because that still haunts me to this day after seeing like all of these white influencers who have hundreds of thousands to a million followers. They post one cute little Black Lives Matter thing and then they just go on with their life and act like it never happened. And you hear who doesn't have even a thousand followers have been constantly posting from the day I followed you until today. I know because I was watching your stories today. I was like, damn, it makes me even feel guilty. Like you're going way harder than me and I'm black. Girl, no. You guys have been dealing with this your whole life. And I'll talk about this in a second, but we're the ones who created this problem and it should be our job to fix this. Like we are just now getting comfortable just publicly blasting this out there like I'll be honest even though I've been in tune with this for a few years I typically kept a lot of my opinions to Twitter because I can stay more anonymous there there's a lot more people who agree with me there Um, you know I love Twitter Twitter platform I feel like Instagram people just like to attack 
instead of learn to understand or how be okay like this and okay that's your opinion this is mine and that's what it is but they just like to attack on twitter you can people don't understand or whatever they'll ask and you'll end up having a conversation instead of just being attacked exactly like the fact that you can share articles in comments on twitter really goes a long way because you can straight up fact check someone right there real quick when you're like no 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 we need to get this right whereas on instagram you really can't do that sure. you know but it goes a long way but um speaking of big elephants in the room um i know we talked about how we could talk about this as well um some people are also probably thinking about covid while protesting and being afraid and i completely get this and i'm not saying covid isn't a big deal because it really is um michael and i are honestly blessed enough to be working from home since mid march and have honestly barely left our apartment but when we do it's always with a mask um the only people that we have had in person social interaction with since march have been liquor store cashiers <laughs> the grocery store cashiers um the two protests and then going to kios in that small little group but um i will say that every single person in both protests all wore masks which was amazing um both but like masks have also been mandatory here for months and being that we have a large asian community here in boston most of them are accustomed to wearing masks in public oh, yeah. just for a common cold like it's the polite thing to do in many asian cultures and i really didn't realize that until i went to japan a few years ago but um it can be so different i guess in other states but massachusetts was awesome enough to provide free testing for all of us protesters and it really couldn't have been easier how was yeah, that all experience free. for you oh my gosh so we basically just filled out a form online um showed up waited 10 minutes and then we got tested for covid in 30 seconds and went on our way um i will say the test is not fun like i have had friends get tested and i've had actually some friends have positive results as well um but there's some people say like oh it's not that bad but my girl who did my test like it's basically picture like a mega cotton swab obviously and as she put it through my nose like she twisted it as she went in there and like i didn't have like a runny nose or anything so it was like dry in there which kind of hurt um which is like i'm not too much information um and then she left it in there for 10 seconds um and then as she pulled it out she like twisted it as she brought it out and like i swear my nasal cavity has never been so clear <laughs> like i could breathe really well after that i'm not going to lie wow good so did did you get your results right then then as well so i guess there's two different tests like one of them you get kind of immediate results but ours was you get results within 3 to 5 days so we got our results they were both negative um But yeah, all was good. Nice. And then let's see if we want to talk a little bit about just anyone out there who's listening who's white and who's afraid to be an ally. I would love to. Yes, please give advice to the people out there who are 
fearing being an ally who, who was scared of supporting who was scared. before but before we get there i actually have a very um <clears throat> question i wanted to ask you since you've been an ally and you've been posting and calling out because i've seen you've been calling out people <laughs> <laughs> Have you lost any of your uh, family members or friends who are like, okay, you're doing too much. Okay, it's not that deep. Or like, or, so, or they did not going to lie. <laughs> I have gotten in a couple, well, I should say heated discussions, but then I, I got in a straight up fight with one of my family members because I kind of had to put them in their place. Um, I will say since even just a week ago, they have come around a little bit but since that person's feed was not filled with black lives matter content except for from content from my brother and i i felt like this like even more of a passion where it's like wow if the only stuff you're seeing is from my brother and i i'm not gonna stop sharing for the rest of my life because you've got a lot of work to do (laughs) Oh wow, yeah, they really do. That means they, they don't have black people in there. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, right. So I was like, holy crap, I did not realize I had this much work to do. <laughs> but like, I love just... the work you do. Like, I, I, I read uh, whatever you post and, uh, and uh, <clears throat> subtitles you put in and how you be calling people. I'm like, that's my girl. That that's the energy oh. I need in this life. Like, and you're thank so you, sweet. Frisco, for connecting us because you you are amazing. Um, oh, you're so sweet. If you love that, you should see me on Twitter. Where I will definitely follow you on Twitter. And as soon as oh, you would love as it. As soon as this shit is over, I'm coming to Boston to visit. <laughs> Girl, we would have so much fun. We're going to jump out of a plane. Oh, yes, we definitely. I, I told you I'm planning on doing it in every different city. So, you know. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. So, ah, let's go okay. back to the advice you give people out there who are scared yes. to realize or going to protest or so. supporting in any way. For sure. So, lastly, some advice out there for people who are in fear of being an ally or just outwardly supporting this cause and white people who are listening I'm looking at you Um, I'm gonna say it straight up if you aren't helping spread knowledge and you're just going about your life like nothing is going on you are part of the problem Um, like Paula said I have a black friend who has a white best friend that posted a black square on blackout Tuesday the white girl then said to her black friend, wow, I am never posting anything political ever again because I barely got any likes or comments. When you told again, me, sorry, when you told me that story, I was like, I, I thought I was dreaming, you know, like this is like a comedy show or something like, what the fuck? Excuse my language, but what the fuck? Oh, girl, we could go on about this forever and... I'm going to tell this girl that I'm saying this, obviously, and she's been very vocal about this on Facebook, so I think she's okay with me saying this, but people, this girl who's black, she was adopted by white people, um, and her white parents say the words, all lives matter. Oh, wow. Like, breaks my freaking heart. Like, one night, I literally broke down to Michael crying, like, I feel so bad for this girl, like, 
And that's I wish I would. Who are adopted? I would choose to have a black. Right. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. Like you don't deserve her, but she still grew up amazing, and she's an awesome person. So I love her. Amen. She's adorable. Um. But yeah. So that girl literally was like. Oh, I'm never posting anything political ever again because I get no likes. And it's like, okay, girl, this is not politics. And if you're posting BLM content and then failing because it doesn't get you as much attention as your half-naked bikini pictures, then you are part of the problem. Like, you cannot just be an ally just for likes. I have so many old people on my Facebook that I thought were cool. Like... Honestly, between you and I, like, I assume that, like, old people who go to music festivals are kind of, like, I don't know, a little more hip. So, seeing a lot of these people kind of, like, triggered by some of these posts and kind of break their silence on Facebook, like, this is what we need. Like, they would have never come out like that if it weren't for white people's posts, because let's be honest, like, they don't have black friends and a lot of them don't listen to black people the way they listen to white people. So we need these borderline racist or racist people to come out so that we can educate them. And then if they're not willing to listen, then screw them plain and simple. If you're truly afraid of saying the wrong thing, like any white person who's listening, like if you're afraid of saying the wrong thing, like even though this is honestly an open book test at this point, you can come to me. Like I will gladly help. It's not black people's job to fix white people and tell them what's appropriate to say on the internet. We as white people created racism. We created this problem and it's our job to fix it. Our black friends are freaking tired. So if any white people are listening and you want someone to read your posts or something before you go public, I would be more than happy to help you proofread your thoughts instead of you just staying silent because you're too afraid to be offensive. One of the last things that Keo said to me on the night we met at that protest was, nothing will change until white people care as much as black people about this. And she just goes, say that again, girl. So I yelled, nothing will change until white people care about this as much as black people do. And it's true. like. A lot of our black friends have already removed a lot of the white racist people on their social media, or they never even came close to knowing them in the first place. And that's not the case for us white people. We do have sheltered and naive followers on our social media who need to see what our black friends are posting and feeling right now and have always felt. So all I ask is for people to stop being afraid of insulting your white friends if posting BLM offends them, then they should have never even been your friend in the first place. Again, this is not politics. It's human rights. My Black friends have spent their entire lives being uncomfortable and justifying their hurt, pain, and fear to us. So it's our turn to feel uncomfortable. Thank you. You took the word You're- right of my mouth. I just appreciate this voice that you've had out there and to be honest I have never really been into podcasts that much but your podcast was the first one that I ever listened to and I guess we can thank Prisca for that um just she was on like I only worked with her for 
a few months to a year. Honestly, that part of my life is such a blur. But <laughs> she was <laughs> like, for real, like she was such an inspiration to me. Like she is so educated in her field and has so many powerful women around her. And I just, I just look up to you. She gives it to you as it is. Yes. She's awesome. So are you. I love you. Oh, you so deep in, especially when you're calling your white friends. No offense, but I love hearing you call out your white friends. <laughs> yeah, girl. No, absolutely. Like, I am I'm here for it. Like, either speak up or get the hell out. <laughs> exactly. And also, those who are laughing at it instead of, oh, it was funny. I don't mean it. Like, no, this time, to be honest, anything you say to black people it's sensitive right now we are dealing with so much so you might think it's funny but it really isn't and you're gonna get back whatever you're gonna get back so oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. so but yeah i appreciate you having me on here and everything and i really do hope we can go skydiving i would love that definitely we're going to definitely do that as soon as this corona business at least dies down because i i've been seeing the numbers have been coming up uh texas is closing down again L- la is closing down again so it's just crazy up there it's crazy crazy times but i have one more question so for those who would like to read, because I read your piece and I cried. Um, your writing, your writing is very like I felt I was there, experiencing it with you. And I'd love for people who want to read it to be able to know where to find it. Where did you publish? Is it on Facebook? Yeah, so I have it on Facebook, where my name is Courtney Crewer, which is C O U R T N E Y. K-R-U-E-R or I have it on I actually have another Instagram page besides my Courtney one um, where I just post about like cocktails and food and mental health and oh, stuff you didn't so tell me about that page yeah I know I gotta follow you out there um, there's some people who don't drink and stuff so I kind of just wait to see if people drink before I just shove all this bourbon stuff in their page in their face or whatever um, but yeah, it's called Bourbon Bites and Beauty. So if you want to follow me on there, it's also in my story there. Amen. I'll make sure when I post this uh, episode, I'll tag all the pages so they can know where to find it. Because it's a, like, I know you read it for them, but I feel like when people read it for themselves, they can feel what I felt. It's a beautiful written piece. Oh, you're so sweet. And I hope that after a lot of my white friends listen to this that you all go and listen to a lot of the other podcasts that paula posted very inspirational people and very good information thank you very much thank you for coming on yes thank you for having me i can't wait to finally meet you in person someday very soon very soon hopefully (laughs) (laughs) all right girl all right have a good night 